Welcome to the Chaotic Useless Dungeons and Disasters podcast with your hosts, Courtney and Bert. And this is episode three. Welcome to episode three. Um, the next crazy adventure is where we get to find out about the children. Yeah, the children and the unicorn. Right. Right. And so, do we find out about the explosion? Which explosion? We make a lot of explosions. The explosion that you guys that set you off course was the right. I don't know. Have you found that out yet? No. Oh, I, I see. I had made that connection so i figured that's what it was but oh, i don't know I'm did you make a you. connection i made a connection oh i didn't know you made I a connection even, what do you think happens I, I think it's the brewery because it exploded the brewery happened 40 years in the past the explosion yeah but then you guys found the brewery yeah exploded oh exploded yeah yeah i think it's that and it happened in the past but it set you off course and dumped you in the present or whatever very so there very has this spell called silent image which basically means that she can cast it on an object or a place and it tells her what happened there in the past right so she went to the brewery and cast silent image and it basically then sets like a, a hologram over the not a hologram it's magic but you know you know yeah over the brewery so that it looks like it's still together and it shows her what happened like why it exploded and she came in flying on corn chip before he was corn chip when he was still a unicorn we don't know this though yet this happens later right no this happens like it now ish it's fine oh, okay and i know this is getting hard to keep in a like, timeline order yeah it's frequently, time. It's like time. three to four times a D session zarina's player will say I hate time travel. <laughs> so, yeah. So she had like a wicked scar on her face that she obviously doesn't have now. Right. And um, she rode in on a unicorn and just killed a bunch of people and blew up the brewery. And she has no memory of this, which means theoretically it happens in the future, but it happened in the past of this timeline. Right. And that's why there's a unicorn in the middle of a tree with right. a blade stuck in it. Right. So we don't know if she killed the unicorn or... If something else happened. What? Yeah, we have no idea what happened. And she has no memory of the unicorn. Yeah. But that was a shocker for her. Right. That silent image. She was like, whoa, what did I do? Um yeah so that was the that was the event where she separated the sheriff from the hive mind right it was because she came in and just killed a bunch of dwarfs and took his heart which were fake right? dwarfs right yeah she just shot it out bam gone so um <laughs> then when you guys figured out when she plunged the heart in did very be like i needed that yeah she was she was like uh is that nightmare now our time travel device and we were like I don't think so since two of us can't ride it so hence, hence why we steal the wagon coach. yes so yeah so when they were still fighting before the flood um Kenzie Zarina had been super injured like dying and Very can give you advice from like afar but she can only do it three times a day so once for each of us and so she with the limited information she had shouted at Zarina use the horn hold it where it hurts meaning that 
the horn can heal you if you hold it over your wounds. But Zarina didn't have that knowledge, so she just held it over her various wounds, and it would start to fuse with her skin. And then when she took it away, the wound would still be there because she just ripped a horn off of her skin. So it ended up fusing to her. She just gave up. She was like, this must be what she meant. So our dragonborn now has a, a unicorn, unicorn horn. Is it coming out of her head? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. It was not originally, but our DM made some tweaks so that it some could be. slight coming. modifications. <laughs> right. Cheating. It's He's fine. Like, this is going to be more fun. Yeah. So yes, our copper dragonborn has a pearlescent white unicorn horn protruding from her forehead. So she is a dragonborn Dragon unicorn. unicorn horn. Yeah. Dragon no, what is it? Unicorn, Unicorn born, born and I don't care. Unicorn <laughs> born and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's our song. So she has that. On the plus side, though, the unicorn horn does have regenerative properties. So she gets 20 hit points back every round. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, combat. Some good shit. Yeah. Which is why she's died so many times and not actually died. Right. Because unicorn horn. And I don't care. You know, cats got nine lives, but boy, do them unicorns have lots of lives. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was stabbed by a greatsword, and it was still technically alive till cats killed what, it. In the past, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old it was, but uh, we also don't know what its name was before its name was Corn Chip. She just its name is Corn Chip now. So yeah. So she has a unicorn horn. She was taken off somewhere um and you and sweetums are stuck in the we're stuck by the trees yeah uh i don't know where Barry and lily are at this point they're just floating above it all yeah like look at them suckers yeah so the men of the town because zarina killed all the women that's right. who she was fighting when she almost died the men of the town had left in the stagecoach before all this right and they had just come back before the flood right just come back before the flood and they came back with children. Not their children. Not the children that were in the town. Those children were dead. They came back with new children. They left with dead children, came back with live children that weren't the same. So it's not like they just brought them to a necromancer. They just went and stole some children. Later, we learned they stole them from the next town over. Hmm. Um, but they had brought them all into the inn. So... When the floods had come, Zarina was helping the children get to the roof, which is why she was taken away by the waters. Right. But the children were still on the roof. Right. And the men were all on the roof of the church. So Lily and Vary were floating on their nightmare kind of between the two. So um, I ended up meeting back up with Zarina. Well, I say meeting up. Other people might say scaring her for the fun of it. <laughs> I have superior vision underwater because siren. Um, and so I saw her coming, but she didn't see me coming. She was like panicking. So I dove deeper in the water and then I came up right underneath her and grabbed at her feet and she freaked out. And so she thought she was under attack. So she rolled a survival roll like a saving throw and uh she got a nat 20 
So somehow For an attack that wasn't happening. Right, that wasn't even happening. I was just laughing underwater. <laughs> so somehow she managed to grab supplies from around her and she made a tiny raft <laughs> that had some rice plants, some cranberries, and a live turkey on it. <laughs> We don't know where she got the live turkey. I don't know how she built a raft, but I guess that's what you get for throwing a nat 20 on a survival roll. Just, you know, heads up. If you roll a nat 20 on a survival roll and your DM doesn't give you well, a live she, you turkey, know, he's holding she out. She almost had everything for a Thanksgiving dinner. She did, yeah. That was the running joke. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, so that was funny. So then I helped her. We left Sweetums in the tree because he wouldn't come down. He was like, water bad, tree safe. And I was like, fine, bye. Um, bye, Felicia. Right. So we left him and we started going back towards town. And I kind of, she kind of held on to her raft and I helped her because I have a 60 water speed. Right. And her water speed is only 30. She kind of slithers like an alligator in the water. Mm-hmm. And I swim Humanity. real fast. Real fast. Yeah. I see cow. <laughs> so I helped her back to town and when we got back to town she climbed up on one of the roofs and um, I decided to use some old planks to get a bigger raft and go back and try to save Sweetums because I love him um, so I went back so I split the party again that was my bad um, and while I was gone Kenzie decided to defend the children very, she started picking at the men, didn't she? She didn't, no. No. Very decided that she wanted some spare parts. And so she wanted to kill one of the children. And Zarina was like, heck no, no way. So Lily came at her and Zarina shield, shielded, but she critted. So she crit shield bashed her own party member. <laughs> And broke Lily's nose, which is a big deal because Lily's pretty. And that's like her thing. So to get revenge, Lily told the men that Zarina had killed their women. <laughs> <laughs> threw her under the bus. Inner party fighting, yeah. So she told the men that Zarina had killed her women, their women. And the men got mad and one of them shot at her, but he rolled real bad. So he ended up shooting one of the children. Oh, Jesus. Who died. Which then pissed off... Zarina. Zarina, yeah. So Zarina got mad and tried to cannonball herself at the men. <laughs> Didn't do so hot. Landed in the water. And then kind of floundered for a little bit before she got back up on the um, roof. But it was a different roof. So she wasn't with the children anymore. And the men were, like, trying to get away. And they were, like, chanting some weird stuff. And um, I'm on my way back at this point, And I met a river whale because I speak whale. It's one of my languages. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I speak whale and soup. Soup? <laughs> yeah. I speak primordial. Oh, right. Uh, uh, and very speaks primordial too, but she calls it soup because I don't primordial know. Primordial soup. It's like language. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we speak soup. Um, and then we also all speak common, obviously. Please tell me at the actual game, you sat there and spoke whale. Oh, we did. Good. Oh, we did. Yeah. And uh, player, Lily's player obviously wasn't involved in this. So she played as one of the river whale's heads because it had two heads. Um, really, it wasn't a river whale. It was a two-headed salamander. And I rolled real bad on my perception. 
So I was like, is it a river whale? Roll for perception. I got a two. And the DM was like, you're pretty sure it's a river whale. So you're talking at this thing in whale. And it's oh, like, yeah. and oh, it's like I don't know what you're saying. Because <laughs> whale is just common. It's so down. Right. So it was like, I know what you're saying, but you sound real stupid. <laughs> And you're going, fucking sirens. Right. So, <laughs> Lily and Zarina are both playing, each playing one head of the river whale. One is Stephen. with each other? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zarina was playing Stephen. And uh, Lily was playing Stefan. The salamanders. Yes, the salamanders. Stephen and Stefan, the two-headed river salamanders. <laughs> and they decided they would only come with us if we fed them. So I was like, I have this live turkey. (laughs) (laughs) So they shared the live turkey. And then I said, yeah, there's people up there. You can eat those people. I don't care. Um, Because apparently every time the floods come, the river whale comes and eats people. It's dinner bell. Mm. That's how the water nymphs kept it in check. But uh, we didn't have water nymphs or food. So I was like, yeah, you can eat some people up there. Just come with me. Because I figured we'll scare the townsfolk and then they'll stop trying to kill us. So I brought a river whale. (laughs) And by the time I got there, though, the townsfolk were gone. They had made a swirling vortex of doom and jumped into it and then disappeared. So all that was left was the children. All that was left was the children. And the salamander wanted to eat the children. Yes, he did. Well, they did. Serena was like, "Mm mm-mm. She was like, no. She did not want that to happen. And uh, I said, well... I lied. (laughs) If we don't feed it, it's going to eat us. And it's real big. Real big. So, um, one of the children had been helping Barry dive to get some chests out of the flooded part of the church. Mm Mm-hmm. And had smashed his leg. So the river whale got kind of close and kind of nibbled at uh, Barry. And she freaked out and just kind of kicked the kid into the water. (laughs) (laughs) Which we were all appalled about. And then, of course, Stefan was very mad because Stephen ate the kid and didn't share. So to make it fair... We had to kill another one. <laughs> so, uh, Zarina was still really mad and was like, I can't believe that you just pushed that kid. And Barry was like, well, he, you know. Him or me. Right. Well, and his leg was broken anyway. He was done for. Um, <laughs> that was her reasoning behind it. So, uh, Lily was very upset, though, because she wanted, like, more blood for her urn. Right. So she just like stabbed one of the kids. It was crazy. These first couple days, she just stabbed one and like took some blood in the urn and then just pushed it. And then Stefan got it and then it went away. We were safe. Oh, and well, we there had you go. 13 children left out of 16. So, and uh, one of them was a girl. But all the rest of them were boys. And the one that was a girl was pretending to be a boy and didn't want anybody to know it was a girl. But we all knew. Just bad disguise. Right, yeah, not very good. Um, so we called her Ping. Real name Mulan, but we called her Ping. Um, Which I giggle at. Yeah. Yeah. So Lily named all the children with her magic Sharpie. 
13 names. Uh, she ran out of names. Actually, she had 12 names. I feel like names. I have to explain that. What? The Ping Mulan thing. Why? Because we get it, but the uh, listeners well, have no Mulan idea. Mulan joins the army and right. disguises herself Did as a man. Did you name the girl? And, yeah. Yeah. Which, when you had a hamster, you wanted to name it Mulan, Mulan but we found out it was a boy. So you're like, Ping. Ping. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she was like a feisty little fighter and whatever. Well, so Zarina was like, let's name her Mulan. And then she was like, you can't name me Mulan. I'm a boy. And I was like, Ping. <laughs> This worked before. <laughs> it worked with a hamster. It'll work with a kid. It's my it's, go to. That's our parenting at this point. It worked with a hamster. It'll work with a kid. So yeah. So she named all the kids, and uh, sh- there was two kids, Sun and Moon. And Sun was the one who had broken his leg, and so Very had just picked another kid to start helping her. So Lily named him. Sun 2.0. <laughs> so we've got Moon, Sun 2.0, Neptune, Pluto, Venus, Mars, Sweet Potato, but <laughs> Ping. There's a whole bunch of them. There was obviously there was 13 of them. Um, so the floodwaters slowly went down. We decided that we couldn't take all of the children with us. But we had kind of formed bonds with the children. Right. Like, each of us had formed a bond. Although, was it Lily was all, like, spare parts? No, that was Fairy. No, it was Lily. Lily, yeah. Yeah, Lily's the necromancer. Because you said very earlier. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Lily. I was confused because I'm like, wait, no, I know who Lily is. Fairy has started I know, doing I know the real parts. person behind Lily, and that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's spare parts all the way. Yeah. Um, yes. Fairy has started to, like partner really well with Lily, so they kind of, it gets hard now kind of keep track of them um all of our children at this point, if they see any dead bodies, they clap (laughs) because they know that if they don't clap, it's counted as a fuck up and three fuck ups in your spare parts so that's the rules in our party apparently I'm the only one they're not scared of of course, (laughs) you're the mom right, mom Hara so, uh yeah, so I don't remember exactly how, but the floodwaters went down and we decided that we were going to take some of the children. I had formed a bond with Sweet Potato. He just had the makings to be a bard. I was going <laughs> to teach this kid. He's got charisma galore. And then, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent? Probably. I don't know. He's still six. So, oh yeah, these kids are like six. Moon is seven. That's He's the oldest one. So, uh, Very decided to take Moon and Sun 2.0. I took Sweet Potato, and Lily took Butt. And Zarina took Mulan slash Pink. She got the butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, she really only took him so she could keep making the joke that she was saving her butt. <laughs> so, that tells you what kind of uh, parenting skills she has. Yeah. Do it for the pun. So, all the other kids, we were just going to leave into town, but... We didn't want them to, like... You killed the moms. The dads left. Yeah. There's nothing left. (laughs) There was Sweetums. Sweetums. So we went back to find Sweetums. Because he's still in a tree. Right. He'd gone totally native. Jesus. He was just swinging from the trees, shouting Sweetums over and over again when we found him. (laughs) He was Tarzaning. He was, exactly, yeah. And he was, like, covered in mud and, like, leaves and... It was a thing. He's like, why did I ever stay in a bridge? It had been for, it had literally been less than a day. And he was 100% native. <laughs> he was like, 
this is my place, right? So um, while we were looking for him, um, there was like this growling in the distance. Um, and this next encounter really tells you a lot about how we deal with stuff as a party because there was like growling and gurring and anger in the distance. And then the occasional, which really excited me because I wanted a great Putu bird. And that's what they sound like. So I was like, I'm going to go towards it. And I found it. And it wasn't a great Putu bird. But it was an owl bear. And he was very angry. And me, being my squishy self, walked up very slowly with hands out in front of me, holding jerky, and said, Hey, buddy. <laughs> that's, if you can't fight it, Try to be its friend. Yeah. <laughs> and if he don't, doesn't want to be your friend, kill it. Right. That's how this works. So he wanted to be my friend. And by wanted to be my friend, I mean he wanted the jerky that was in my hand. So uh, I gave him some jerky. I untied him from the thing that he was stuck in. Gave him some more jerky. He followed me a little bit. Gave him some more jerky. And then he just very contently rubbed up against my leg and followed me. He's like a teenage owl bear. He's fine now. I named him Pancakes. <laughs> yeah, there is a D&D um, group. I don't remember what they are called right now. But there is a D&D group out there, and they have an owl bear named Waffles. So it's kind of a mm. nod to them. But yes, I named him Pancakes. And uh, I rolled really well in my animal handling, so he's mine. Totally. The children ride him. <laughs> he pulls a wagon. He's awesome. He's scary. People leave us alone. It's great. Um, Does he protect the children? Uh, he protects Sweet Potato and Bud. <laughs> That's it. The rest yeah. of the children, they're on their own. He doesn't really like Moon. That's because Moon likes to treat him like a horse. And he's mm. not a horse. He's an owl bear. Right. So, and moon like pulled on his feathers the first time he met him so he was like very upset with him but yeah sweet potato and butt he's okay with um and shield biter but we haven't met shield biter yet um you haven't met shield biter yet Mm -mm. oh you don't even know what i'm talking about um so we took our children and our owl bear and we hooked up one of the wagons not the stagecoach a different stagecoach oh, okay. because the kids didn't want to go in the one stagecoach because they were kidnapped in it like oh, bad right. memories whatever so we got Tell a different stagecoach it's armored right we got a different one and uh attached corn chip and pancakes to it and we were gonna head out of town and just leave the other kids with sweetums and sweetums was very upset because the town was flooded and oh there's water everywhere the ford was not it the flooding had gone way down right right so but he still couldn't get to his house there wasn't a way to cross the river right so he wouldn't let us leave until we helped him build a bridge and i was like listen just take some of the broken wood and stuff from the cartwright and the stables and build a bridge thought i was being helpful i was like i will move this water out of your way with my shape water spell until you can build a bridge because it's a cantrip. I could just keep doing it. So I cast it. I parted the waters like Moses. And I thought he was going to make it. And he disappeared. He took a couple children and he disappeared. And I thought he was going to collect wood. And before he left, he turned around and he said, broken things make bridge. And I said, yeah, broken things make bridge. Like, that's what I just said. Right. Mm. So he had taken a couple of the children 
and he gave them axes and sledgehammers and there was all this banging and i was like are they building a bridge over there like and they're gonna bring it over here like what's happening i'm just sitting here like parting the waters (laughs) just waiting doing my thing and like half an hour later suddenly the building next to me just collapses just sideways collapses and Sweetum stands atop it and says broken things make bridge <laughs> he knocked over a building with the kids yeah with with some and made kids. a bridge yeah and he made a bridge and then he looked at it and he moved some of the like he moved some of the wood around for a little while after i had put the water back and uh kind of made like a flat path and he looked at it and he nodded and then he looked at us and he said bridge silver so now he charges a silver cross instead of a copper. DM is a douche. Yeah. So, uh, and we were, of course, on the other side. So we had to cross the silver to get out of town. And we just left all the other children with him. We gave him the hat that says mayor and the pin that says sheriff and... Off you went. Let him go, yeah. He's so he's good. still there. Yeah, he's still there with 13 minus 5 is math that i don't want to do five eight other eight children okay do you guys go back there every once in a while sam or no no okay so that's the end of sweetums and those kids yeah okay i mean it's not the end of them they're fine we checked on them with magic once basically he now has an orphanage city yeah yeah see you guys could just collect children and just bring them back to sweetums (gasps) we could it's a great plan yeah because we're we're a little worried about taking the kids with us because like space time continuum type thing right orphan city yeah I don't know. Sweet Potato's coming along pretty well as a bard, so I kind of want to well, keep Well, you keep a couple with you, but, you know, there right, are like some ones you collect. Group. You just send along. Right. Yeah. Good plan. I'm yeah. sure your owl bear could pigeon it. <laughs> you know. No. Homing pigeon back and forth. <laughs> he probably could, but he has an intelligence of three. Most pigeons have an intelligence of three. That's fair. He can't fly, though. So it's no. like a three-day trip. Because he is not fast. No. Okay, corn chip. Yeah. Corn chip could totally do it. He flies at 90. There you go. Jesus Christ. He goes 90. Yeah, so he goes 90 feet every six seconds, every round. Shit. Average walking speed is 30. And that's giddy up. Right. And then he blazes fire across the sky like a but comet. But yip yip does nothing. No, yip yip does nothing. She was just trying to experiment on stuff, so she would say a command and then roll her dice. It'd be funnier if it like yip yip and he had gas, bad gas or something. <laughs> right, just like no nope. methane flames shooting out. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be worse than giddy up. She almost got arrested in Phoenix because of giddy up. She just giddied up in the middle of a bunch of tents. <laughs> they all went up in flames. <laughs> they were like merchant tents, and she just fell into the sky. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was quite the thing. All right, so that was all that happened. For that DD yep. night. Yeah, and then we, I mean, there was like some people in the distance, but we met them the next week. That was Two Tone Tony. Don't lick Two Tone Tony. Yeah. All right. So that's what you have to look forward to next time. The Spurt. And Courtney. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Chaotic Useless Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or other podcasting services.
on Tony. Tom Reynolds a dick. Uh, Corn Chips commands. Giddy up equals zoom. <laughs> Mosey is a reasonable ground speed. Yip Yip does nothing. Yip Yip does nothing. <laughs> and get him equals attack. <laughs> what was that one, though? What? Don't lick two-tone Tony. We don't know about him yet, do we? No, he's the giant clay golem. Kenzie has 16 children, 15 sons, and one Mulan beyond the cranberry bogs is a forest. You have some weird notes. Yeah, I really feel like I missed like two days of notes. Like I don't know where they are.